0: Yeah.
1: yeah This is View From Two O Two, a New York Red Bulls fan podcast, available on ViewFrom202.com and wherever you find podcasts. Check my style, check
0: check, check it out, check this style, check, 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 it
1: out. Episode 124 of View From Two O Two on a dreary grey Sunday, second ever Sunday recording of this podcast, I believe. And first things first. We did not play the San Jose Earthquakes yesterday. This is after a uh, one-game week uh, against Northern Santos Laguna. Uh, it's Britt, Peaches, and Sam. How are you guys? Uh, good. I, I watched the San Jose game yesterday. Yeah? They're, they did play.
2: They did play. So, so we were only half wrong.
1: I have to say, I, I feel like um, we've had a worse fixture mix-up before. I can't remember exactly what.
2: I
3: mean, I'm sure there's a few. But yeah. there have been times where we've forgotten things are coming up. I mean, at least it you was know. like I think 10... really we forgot a game one time. And then we just kind of covered it on, you know, the blog posts we used to do.
1: I think, um, I feel yeah. like we may have recorded an entire podcast or an entire segment, like a week early once, and then just delayed it for a week. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe maybe it didn't go public. Maybe we were able to catch it beforehand. But yeah, sorry, we were too eager to um really see our boys in league action. So of course we play San Jose this Saturday, the what, 16th. Um and
3: uh Which not after is just good news for you because now you could double San Jose coverage. I mean
1: honestly, I'm not I'm I'm not going to say much different from what I said last week about them. So for us it doesn't change much. I think the only difference copy-paste. is who, who plays. Yeah. But right. it's come to my attention Meh. that once again that our, our voices are confusing people, um, and I guess it's a new season. You know, most people have not, we're not listening to episode one. I don't know why you would.
2: Oh, please don't. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't do that.
1: So uh, apparently our, our voices all meld together. Maybe, maybe we should all say, I don't know, maybe Peaches, you should talk right now. <laughs> you pointing at me. Well, Ask there's me only that. two choices, so <laughs> if it, it was really coin flip. I,
3: I feel very, um, I feel like I'm being attacked. Right now, well, thank you. So that's me, my well, voice. I, I'm, it, it, usually, I feel like I'm the one that makes Brit angry. That's how you can tell it's me.
1: And to be fair, you make both of us angry. Yeah, <laughs> don't set yourself short. Well, I, I
2: think what happens is uh, it's it's been a, it's been a while since you've given like a spicy take that's outraged Brit. Um, and really annoyed me, generally. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of why people are having people a tough time issue. telling the difference between us, because they're too like, oh, like, that's a fucking Peaches take, and yeah. then it makes more sense. Right, as it turns and out, everything all kind of of my comes takes together. last season
1: were too
3: good, as we f- found out last episode. Sure,
1: well, now you're just intermingling with Sam's voice again and making it confusing. <laughs> but. And, yeah, I'm Brit, and then the other... I'm, I'm I'm Sam. There we go. All right. Whew. Now and then, the and we know the peach. Yes, Cork is not back for this episode, so don't worry about that. <laughs> but uh, it was a it was a game last Tuesday. It's fucking freezing. Um, Sam, we missed you at this one. Did you get? Did you get held back?
2: I had a work thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, looking at really the, the atmosphere and, and also how cold it was, it seemed like um, I didn't really miss much. Uh, well, from from the Red Bulls,
1: you missed. It was interesting, and I'm not I'm not taking the piss. It was interesting in a lot of ways. Um, if anything, I'm I'm definitely savoring these opportunities to sit closer because it definitely informs uh, the way I'm taking. It no, the game. I I agree. Yeah.
2: Um, I remember like last year Open Cup games. Like uh, you can like you know get very very close. Yeah, uh, and, and it's, uh, it's a yeah we nice definitely hear a lot more.
1: You're right though that it was it was well won. Fucking miserable. It was colder than than the Pentoja game. It which
2: felt cold. Which, was, colder, which yeah. was
1: very cold, and uh and the the atmosphere was even more muted. Kind of as a result, I learned for, so. that
3: putting hand warmers in your shoes don't help at all. Really?
1: No. Were you able to catch the replay?
3: Uh, you no. Know, I so I watched
2: the game. Nice. Um, I just watched it from my phone mm. at an event that I was at. Okay. So I just kind of had it like in my pocket. Mm -hmm. uh just like kind of like low-key looking down seeing what's up and like i I, like watched the first like 20 or so minutes i thought we had a really good shot
1: yeah i would say the first the first 20-25 minutes were all us yeah i think uh we were making a we're forcing the the typical kind of turnovers i think rizza and um davis were kind of of Uh, in that same kind of pivot on the same field and forcing uh, the ball to to Kaku. And then really just the ball seemed to be coming up short because of how cold it was. Like I remember two Mm. or three distinct times where BWP uh, has to pull up a little bit because the ball just quite simply didn't bounce. And unfortunately, we don't execute. We get... uh, BWP kind of has one chance that's streaking in behind the line one-on-one where he gets saved by... uh, Santos keeper. We have uh, another chance where BWB, BWP crosses across and and Royer gets a touch, but that is you know isn't quite strong enough. It also gets saved. And in this period, I feel like the the really the best that um, the best chances that Santos is making is that their goalkeeper is getting up and like really quickly doing these line drive punts mm-hmm. straight mm-hmm. to their number ten in the midfield and turning. And it was it was pretty. Uh, it's pretty effective, really, because it just kind of bypassed our midfield.
3: It was kind of weird to see in person the way yeah. that the ball flew. Or
1: yeah, uh, yeah, especially I got I don't yeah. know how the physics works, but it seemed to be helping it. But it was just going straight on a laser right to number number ten, who who turned and they had these two number nines, Correa and Furch, uh, <laughs> fucking proper big lad like Furch, <laughs> Julio Furch of of. Buenos Aires, or, or somewhere in Argentina, probably Buenos Aires. But that, he's a fucking big, big, that's the only thing I can think to say, that guy. We got to see all six feet of him up close. Um, but they were both just battling and, and running with Long and Parker all day. And that's really the, that that was kind of a early showing threat. And um, unfortunately, kind of dries up. And the game kind of slows down a bit. And they're able to convert a shot in, what, the thirty mid-30s? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Is it Correa who ends up who ends up pulling the, the trigger on it? I know Furch is the second goal, but it's kind of just a little bit of give and go and then a little bit of extra space atop the um, box. And it's a good shot that makes it past Robles. I would say it's kind of against the run of play, but at a certain yeah. point it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Uh, I think it's their first shot of the day, right? um maybe but it was yeah. a it was a first it, w- it was one of the first acts in a emerging pattern of Santos kind of just trying to do something different with the ball than we were they were being a little bit more direct in certain ways and kind of just hammering it away whereas we ended up getting doing like a, a, a unusual and frustrating amount of triangles like down in the mm-hmm. corners and in the attacking third and we would get a decent amount of the ball but it's a disheartening Goal going into the half, you know it's an away goal for Santos. Who I don't think we we really talked about this last podcast because it, it happened after our recording. They're here on uh like after a horror tale of of traveling. Their flight out of Guadalajara got canceled, so they split into like four different flights and with several connections and in, in several groups. And some of them got in on 2 a.m. the night of the match, so they didn't get a training. Uh, training practice or session at rba they just showed up most of basically day of they're all presumably exhausted somebody was posting photos of them basically asleep in airports um so there was a real sense of ah fuck like this this is a kind of opportunity squandered if we still let them get an away goal but going into that how did you feel it it, on the whole, I mean, it was definitely a bit of a snake bite from the goal, obviously. But about the fixture and, and what you expected out of this game.
3: Uh, I was still a bit hopeful, I think, um, going in. I, I thought that maybe we could have an adjustment on half that would help us be a little bit more uh, incisive. But that didn't happen. So I was just kind of like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't
2: feeling great. Everyone looked frustrated, um, very visibly frustrated out in the field, uh, which got even worse um, into the second half. But like, you know, Kaku was really upset Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and a few others Um, just were really unhappy with, um, I think just kind of the flow of the first half. And it just kind of seemed like um, I didn't know what we could really do to change what we were you know what we had already put out there Mm -hmm. um i think like uh you know i didn't have really a problem with like the chances we created i think it's more just about finishing the chances and that's not uh, you know it's not the first time we said that um you know we saw the same shit with chivas put enough opportunities in there and you know you'd hope that something gets in the back of the net but like you just got to be a little better. Um, And I feel like, you know, I don't know if anything, I I didn't think anything was really going to change from the core group that was already out there. Maybe, you know, an Andreas Ivan appearance would help um, maybe change things up a bit. But other than that, I mean, I was maybe hoping to claw one back, but not optimistic that we were going to, uh, do too much
1: yeah i think my horizons are set at kind of like one one maybe or one yeah yeah just get out of there move on to the next so we'll say it did it did look like you know we were miss hitting the ball more than santos were mm-hmm. which yeah. was frustrating yeah you know we were supposed to have this this we're supposed to be more acclimated to this
3: i think we're putting them more in the air though I think yeah put a little true. lower
1: yeah and then um you know it just kind of it kind of became apparent that after about, like, the second minute, nobody was feeling their toes anymore. So we're, I think we're we're putting the ball in the air, but I I would also argue in the final third, we're keeping the ball on the ground a lot. And I feel like, in Mm -hmm. particular, Kaku kept on showing pass in the final third in a way that was kind of annoying me. Because, you know, I don't, you know, I know it can be fun at a sc- scream shoot, and I like to do that, and it's like a joke 50% of the time. But, like, it sometimes annoys me the way that he's at the top of of, of the box and kind of just orchestrating play and um, just very clearly a showing shoot to everyone and, or, or pass to everyone, and he's just waiting for somebody to make a run, and it's very obvious he, he's not a threat himself. I feel like he could do better at, you know, faking out or, or being – more coy on the ball but um no i agree i agree with you salmon That the chance creation actually was decent enough at the first, it, it was really just a problem of just put
3: one goal in right it, it like, was remarkably one. close for a lot of chances yeah. there yeah
1: and then right after the half it uh really really the worst worst time and worst worst thing possible we concede off of a ball over the top where it's kind of a series of 50-50 headers Kyle Duncan who's in for uh Amir um who's of course suspended kind of goes 50-50 on a header falls to Santos and then um Tim Parker kind of chases uh their defender all the way across the whole side of the field and then they just just kind of no one steps in which is which is very uncharacteristic for this back line both long and parker spent the whole night not quite stepping where they usually step and and just gave a weird amount of deference to all their defenders i think part of it maybe is that correa and firch are just higher quality strikers than we're used to seeing i mean it's probably the best strike partnership we've ever faced um but i I think maybe it's the the cold spooking them maybe it's the fact that it's two strikers instead of one and like a they're both just proper. Strikers. I think both of them lost their assignments a lot
3: too. Yeah, there.
1: Um, but this is an instance where just you know, no, it nobody steps on the guy <coughs> as he slowly makes his way across the whole field, and then it's a couple, it's a diagonal ball in and a flick, and then Fritsch puts in the second goal, and this is where everyone really visibly starts losing their heads. I have to mm-hmm. say, I mean, it, it's interesting to me, Sam, that it was visible on TV. Uh,
2: yeah you you could tell like at the very end of the half like so brad was really upset because they didn't give any stoppage time Mm. and then kaku was like already like he was like kind of pissed about something else that had happened previously yeah and they both went over to the officials and they were saying something yeah Uh, so you could just kind of tell it it just didn't seem all together
1: yeah and this is my real my main takeaway my main impression of this game and it's interesting that we're recording on sunday because now it's it the game was on tuesday solid five days ago. Now I think if we had recorded this podcast on Wednesday or Thursday, it would have been uh, a different tone. I I think a couple of the other Red Bulls podcasts did record that soon after the game. But, um, I will say this has been one of the most interesting weeks of discussion about the team. I mean, it Mm -hmm. was a humbling moment and a good walloping every once in a while. will kind of give you that fresh bit of perspective. Um, but yeah, this is my main takeaway sitting, you know, midfield, uh, couple rows up it it, it's more visible than it usually is for us on on how much the team really loses their heads I think the one uh, stick out moment is is Duncan kind of tries to slide a ball to Kaku um, along the sideline the angle isn't quite there it gets cut out for a throw it's just you know a throw but it was kind of a culminating moment for Kaku who kicks the ball into the stand and kind of yells and you know Kaku as as you know one of the the kind of special players on the team and as the number 10 kind of has a little bit more leeway to to do those kind of things, I think. Um, But no one else on the field is there to kind of steer the ship and kind of be like, Hey guys, let's, let's, you know, focus. And you can see Duncan is kind of taken aback by this. And Kyle Duncan kind of has a, a really bad 10 to 15 minutes Mm -hmm. after this, uh, where you can just see he's not, he's in his own head. He like heads a ball. He miscues a header, five minutes later and like, we could hear him yell at himself and just like say, come on. And it was like uh, kind of really bad vibes going on and, and not, not a great mentality from the guys in the field there. I can't remember if I even actually got around to saying this last week, but I was going to joke about throwing a coup that Davis was our new captain, but I have to say really a lack of, of kind of that show from either Davis or Reza in, in midfield for this game. Unfortunately, <sighs>
2: Pretty, pretty well well stated um i mean yeah i'd be interested to i mean like, I, I don't know like i'd be interested to i haven't listened to the other to the rest of red, the red bulls kind of media um mm-hmm. around their thoughts and feelings but ultimately i feel like this isn't the first time that we've talked about you know a team just kind of like lacks the kind of mental sort of fortitude mm-hmm. um if they are lacking the confidence and not being able to put a goal in early um you know it's odds are with this team we're not going to do it later which is which is kind of tough um and i feel like that's been a problem for a long time um of 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 just not being able to you know come back in these situations maybe maybe columbus last year in the playoffs Mm -hmm. is an exception to the rule um but more often than not we find ourselves in these tough positions but like our i don't know not able to actually get anything It it
1: is frustrating i do feel like we find ourselves saying like oh all we need we just need a goal early we just need a goal early it's like it's kind of frustrating that that why does it have to be a goal early yeah why, like
2: why like it's because we we all kind of are you know we all know that yeah. if we don't knock something in soon then we're all going to be in our own heads yeah and, and the team's not going to be able to pull them back
1: and it's these first legs again like if you think about all of, all of the recent knockout tournament uh snafus it's it's us like you know despite the that so metro narrative it's rarely been a collapse at the end it's been getting in our own heads and then not being able to overcome it quite enough in the second leg we have last year in atlanta obviously just kind of imploding you know granted we were missing a player which we might talk about more uh we have um toronto in 2017 kind of just like
2: new england 2014
1: yeah, New England exactly. Twenty fourteen. It's, it's been, so it's, been like a, one, it's been a yeah. five.
2: Yeah, this is a, a you know per, a prevailing. Sort yeah, of theme.
1: Columbus in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Really, the only playoff series where where we kind of really uh, blow it at home is twenty sixteen against Montreal and and even that has elements of like getting in our own heads we miss a penalty we you know um the bloody nose right yeah we have sasha <laughs> off the field for 15 minutes like just kind of like getting in our own way it's it There, you know the last kind of real like tragic calamity Uh, moment i I guess maybe is is the 2013 series against houston but really 2012 dc is like the marquee like knockout tournament fiasco for for the red bulls everything else from that has been like a weird slow motion psych out in the first leg and we kind of had another one here
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i mean again that columbus series last year is the kind of exception to the rule, and I think a lot of people yeah. looked at that and were like, "Wow, we actually, you know, have like the the ability to claw, you know, claw goals back mm-hmm. um, in situations where we weren't able to execute." In you know the first leg at Columbus, we had a ton, we had a couple really good chances, and Zach Stefan was r- really good, yeah. and like you know even despite that, we got the goals. But it feels like that is going to continue to be an exception to the rule, which which makes me worried because we can have as many points as. You know we're gonna get the season, which I mm-hmm. still think is a, a ton. Um, you know, regardless of just one game, we're gonna be a really good team still. It's yeah. just that in these high pressure, high stakes scenarios, like what is it gonna take to change what you know has historically been a problem, and more recently, like recent history, yeah. you know, uh, have been,
3: you know been a problem. I will say we're showing incremental in- improvement. Now we're only fucked by two goals, not three goals. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's kind of similar to to this is kind of where we could have been with it last year yeah, yeah you know where we can look at it and go ah eh, you know we we could make something out of this i will say that my there were a couple really dead moments in the second half of this game where uh the mind wandered and i did catch myself thinking and and you know sinning privately in thought just saying yeah you know what like this team ha oh my god cincinnati just scored on oh Atlanta. no they didn't <sighs> Anyway, I d- I did catch myself thinking, um, you know, you know, I, I just think this is gonna a team that wins the league, but it's gonna still struggle in knockout cups. Just and the, it was specifically the way they were losing their head and they were getting baited because there was that you know there was that series where where Kaku basically gets into a fight and and the whole ordeal ends up being about five minutes. It, it ends up slowing down. Uh, the whole game it you know everyone gets a little bit colder Uh, you know it just there's no way they're never going to add this appropriate amount of stoppage time for that uh, kind of thing it just perfectly suits Santos and I think um, you know really taking the bait is the best way to put it. Just we all took the bait. And then also, I think, you know, Cork was saying a lot of this next to us, that, you know, when when you are visibly shaken and your team does not feel as up for it as the other team, like, calls tend to not go your way. You know, the referee is a, is a part of the game. He's an entity on the pitch that is influenceable. And this is what, like, players, like, Felipe and Tyler Adams. That was part of their skill skill set was recognizing that and like influencing that. And we just totally lost that edge in, on Tuesday, and it was kind of disheartening to see. And and seemed it, we ended up feeling a little bit naive to me. I think as a result.
3: But. Hmm. Um, I feel I feel like. Well, I mean, I feel like the team got frustrated. Um, obviously, I don't. I don't think it was necessarily. Well, maybe Kaku is in kind of a naive way, but it was it was still, like, a normal amount of flashback in a, a cup match, for, like, in terms of frustration, you know? I, I don't know. Like, the amount of time that went by was, like, a normal amount. I'm not sure I know what you mean. No, yeah, go ahead. Elabor- elaborate a little bit. Like, I i don't think it was, like, anything more, like, for for a typical kind of, like, cup game where you have um conditions like you did in that for the players coming in for for it to be so cold uh, I, I don't think that that's the amount of time that was spent was necessarily out of the ordinary considering that
1: mm, i don't know i think i think i mean beyond just like the literal fouls and stuff like the way we played worse because we had lost our heads we were not poised on the ball we were not poised in defense it, and everyone is kind of just at each other's throats and it just felt like we were, were losing a, lor- a large portion of the game and that Santos was just holding on. It, it, it suited them to not even, they didn't even need to score at that moment, but we were just kind of fighting ourselves. But we get out of it only two goals down anyway. It's two away goals for Santos. Big for them. They're really running roughshod over this tournament, um, but we uh, play them next Tuesday in Torreon in the desert, where it won't be cold. Um, maybe this suits us better, even though it we you'd like to think on paper at least that it would have suited us better on Tuesday. What's the Our, elevation like? Uh, it's it's like um, it is elevated, but it's I think it's I saw somebody say it's less than Salt Lake, so mm. it's like four thousand five thousand feet maybe up. I think. Salt lake is basically like Denver, right it's, mm-hmm. it's like a mile high um so it is elevated but I believe you know last week it was 80 degrees um but uh two away goals for Santos they however flew straight to Veracruz um, after our game they had a game on Friday um whereas we of course did not play this weekend and I have to say you know may have been a coincidence but we we we're done as solid with the schedule this year. I think last year it it happened, so we had to buy the first week of the season. Um, we had to buy, yeah. Yeah, whereas this one helps because maybe I'm getting mm-hmm. ahead of myself, but even if, you know, whether we pull it off or we go out, we, I think, should be able to play a first team on Saturday in a league, no matter what, because then it's two weeks off until the next mm-hmm. um, CCL, CCL yeah. round. Yeah. So we should definitely be able to play a first team against Orlando the week at, in 2 weeks from now um but i think we we could be able to we should be able to play a first team or mostly first team on saturday against San Jose no yeah. matter what anyway is that our San Jose discussion though is that it <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh but Santos played on uh friday um against Veracruz they uh drew 2-2 uh Furch and Correa with a goal each, but they um, let up a goal in the last 10 minutes to Veracruz, who I believe are not one of the top teams in Liga MX this year. So the tinfoil for me, the hopeful thinking for me on this, is that, you know, I could see 24 hours after you have jet lag, shea stuff, you can kind of power through. It could maybe be a a binding moment, but a week later, after you played another game for ninety minutes uh, in the league on Friday, now you're back home. Um, you could—I'm not—I have no idea if it's going to happen, but there's room to think that we might be able to actually catch them on fitness here as well. Because mm-hmm. we've had the whole week, we got to stay home. We're going to travel tomorrow or today or whatever.
3: So you and think it's like butterfly effect stuff? Yeah. We, there, Ripple effect.
1: There should still, there might still be a knock-on effect of all this fitness and this travel where we could go out there and we could punch them in the mouth and get a goal or two um, in this game. Now, um, I still think they're really quality, no matter what. I mean, yeah. that that eight-foot-tall Furch lad could just step all <laughs> over us, no matter what. We should just get Furch. <laughs> really. Why not? Mm. Um, but yeah, two strikers, I think are going to continue to um, pose problems for us, which I think brings us to the question of lineup decisions against Santos. Now, last Tuesday, Kamar Lawrence, despite not being an in injury report, was not in the match day 18. Connor Wade started left back. Kyle Duncan started at right back because Amir was suspended. Amir is not suspended this week. He, can and presumably will return to action. Um, taxi, who knows? Chris Armas said that he's getting there, he's close, um, and that he's promised us that he's close. Now, it seems the reason he was excluded from the injury report was to play kind of mind games with Santos, which I will say, I mean, it definitely fooled us. We thought maybe he was going to come in, didn't? wasn't sure who to pl- game plan for uh, later Taxi. However, it didn't work anyway. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like now that that gambit has kind of run its course, I think it's past time to just have Taxi be on the injury report so we can just know what the fuck is going on with him because it's kind of crazy that he played 45 minutes uh, in, in the, the Republic yeah. and has not been listed on – and for that game, he was listed as probable. He was on the injury report. Every game since, he's not been on the injury report and has just simply not been on the squad at all. It's as though he does not exist. Um, so
3: they asked them like yesterday about it too, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's what he's saying. He's saying he's close, yeah, and and he's so they should just just
2: say he's probable. Yeah, just put something. I don't know, it doesn't have to be a whole big thing. Even even if you
3: just put questionable down, that's still like,
1: (laughs) yeah, I would just like to know. Like,
3: it's still confusing.
1: I would like to know, (laughs) did he re aggravate his injury? Is it a fitness thing? You know, is he. Not fit to play? Does he feel like his knee is still vulnerable? Like what? Just what is going on? I'm
3: just and, concerned about my boy. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm I got that
1: jersey with his name on it, and he still hasn't worn it. Although, to be fair, no, no one's technically worn, worn the glitch kit yet. So, but I mean, this also like brings us to the laid thing, which could could be a podcast of its own, where, <laughs> you know, it, it just it's frustrating. I don't think this is why we lost on on Tuesday, although it didn't help. But it's frustrating that we have two that that our left back is such an important player for us and arguably changes the entire way that we play. At least he, he has a profile of certain characteristics, you know, taxi's athleticism, speed and ability to kind of do this emergency defending that allows us to play a certain way. And his backup, you know, despite having other qualities, simply does not have this profile. Conor Lade cannot do the same kind of things that taxi can. He, just has to he has to build up a whole head of speed to get into his tackles. He doesn't have the height. He doesn't have the kind of you know uh, stride the taxi does to do these kind of things. So Conor Light is basically being put in a position to fail, and was in the Atlanta series as well. Uh, and it continues to frustrate the hell out of me that both Dennis Hamlet and Chris Armis don't seem to recognize this that it doesn't seem to be a priority to get a player who can at least be a pale imitation of Taxi out there. Uh and we're just kind of like okay with throwing Connor laid out there and basically changing the entire way that we play this whole time. I mean we signed on Rotarek over the off season. Um and I get he's he's slowly integrating into the team. And maybe Kyle Duncan would have played if Amir hasn't I think he would have. But I'm I'm I don't know be, if he
3: would have.
2: But he but th- we've we've already seen it. We saw it. Yeah, but we, I don't like, I against, don't know. We that. saw it against Columbus. I why would we not do the same thing? Because I don't, I don't I don't think yeah. that Amir's like I don't think that Duncan's above Connor Lade on the depth chart. I, mean, to I would hope
1: staff. I would hope that we would have seen that.
2: Yeah, I, my assumption would be we, but we I'm would pessimistic. We would have seen that. But all we the would have, we, would, we would have seen the opposite. But the, the fact
3: have, that Connor Lade was rested in that game indicates to me that he's higher.
2: W- w- wait, what do you mean? Which
3: game? Uh, in the Columbus game.
2: He was rested because, I mean, I think because well, we Amir was definitively not playing. Right. Yeah. If, if if Amir was going to play, then I feel like it would have been the opposite, where either Duncan would have rested or it would have been 50-50 late, uh Or sorry, 50-50 Mario, uh
3: you know, dun- Duncan. I, I just have right? no faith in our coaching staff that Kyle Duncan, is, who was not played for however long, is above Connor late on that depth chart, though. Yeah, I there's mean, no reason for it to have happened uh, until now.
1: By all by all counts, it seems that he's held in high regard, and you know, Connor Lade, nice guy, tries his hardest for this team, but he just quite simply is a different kind of player. And we haven't even talked about his miss in this game. Oh yeah, That's which right.
2: I don't want to talk about. We it. We have to Do say have to? it looked much
3: worse. Sam,
1: it, it much it somehow looks much better in person. Oh my god, it
3: was no, so. Bad. When we
1: were there, we just all of us. We just thought he hit it over. We yeah. had no fucking idea. It was, we
3: didn't realize how Incredible. far off. It was. Incredible! I've watched <laughs> it like eighty
2: times. Un- <laughs> unbelievable! I I threw my phone. I like I, I couldn't. I like I had to stop after that.
1: I mean, it's one of the rare moments where I can say I, I can look at the TV and say that is exactly that. <laughs> what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That. Like I, I've,
2: I've done that in a, in a, in a record yeah, game. Right. Just, I've 100 and peaches you've done it too. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know, uh, so, sure. I mean, it's just like, damn, it like, was,
1: it, it was just quite simply not the touch of a professional <laughs> no. soccer player. You know, like it was it, incredible. kind of like you can sky it, you can do, but like it was, it, and it was the kind of thing where his, I mean, you know, due to his stride, he, in order to get places and really give a hundred percent, a lot of, you know, volleys or tackles or whatever. He's his legs are chopping up and down more, yeah, than you know, Duncan's or Amir's he just has or to long's take a few more. Have, yeah, so you can see that his 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 hips are all over the place, and then he seems to be deciding to open up his hips and, si- hips and side foot it, but he just doesn't quite do it, and he hits it weirdly with his toe or something. And if you just like, I think you took a screen cap of of his like final like body position when he strikes the ball, and it's just, like, it's just all over the place, and it's just, like, oh, man, it's a good example. He had a
3: lot of time, too.
1: Everything he does has to, like, ends up being, like, a high-pressure crucible.
3: Yeah. Where it's, like, either it turns
1: out okay, or it's just, like, fucking catastrophic. (laughs) And it's just, like, man, I just... You know, and it, it was a and watching the replay as many times as I did, I'm newly appreciative of the fact that it was kind of more crowded than I realized. There were like four or five guys in front of the goal mouth. Yeah, I mean, it would have been it would have been something. I mean, yeah, right. Just like get it on the ground. Yep. You know, oh, my thoughts my exactly. God. But I I fully expect and will be very disappointed when Connor Lade starts on Tuesday. Yeah, right? I guess yeah.
2: I, I guess the reason I say like it's a no-brainer is because uh, you know, it's from our perspective. We've been pretty high on Duncan yeah. for a while and we we recognize that he's got a much higher ceiling and even immediately is a much just a better player. He's yeah. a baller. Maybe when he's in the right mental state and I think, you know, as a team, like you can be con- constructive but not like shitheads yeah. to each other, you know. Um and so like I feel like you know we should rely on veterans to step up in that role yeah Um, you know i I get the frustrations like i I remember seeing brad in particular really frustrated because i think duncan would kind of be insistent on moving uh, up the line with his passes yeah uh down the side of the field um but like you know there'd be a few times when when bwp was kind of open um and looking for the ball in the middle of the field um at the edge of the 18 Mm -hmm. um and duncan just would never look that way and you could tell that he got frustrated. But I think there's like a good way to like, I don't know, body language does a lot during the game. Like, yeah. it, like it's, it's like a ripple effect yeah. um, that ends up getting into everybody's like mental state when they play. And, like, nobody's perfect and can, like, you know, always persevere over that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like that's so important. But ultimately, I think Duncan can come back um, and, and still do really great things, on, on, even on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, and I would be really upset, and just like you, Brett. Very upset if that doesn't happen. Maybe the, I just think it's it's so obvious that he should start. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we all know that. Even as a right footer. Yeah. We, and we, we all know, you know. Armis has had this opinion of Laid for a while. Remember the NYCFC yeah. game? Uh, he started Laid.
1: He started as a right back over a mirror Mario, for like yeah. three weeks yeah. after the World Cup. Yep.
2: Uh, he's always kind of had this opinion, I think. Uh, and, and I think there is an importance on, you know, getting veterans, you know. Yeah. I think whether it's in the 18 or having a strong role on the, on the you know, during, you know, during practice. But it doesn't always have to be in the 11.
1: Yeah. I think he has a strong faith in his players, which which also explains why he's so popular with the players. But I th- I think yeah, he has it, it seems like the approach sometimes is like, oh, we're gonna work individually with um, with Connor and whoever player is all week on something and then once we get to the game like the, the die is cast kind of. Like, you know, we've worked with Connor as best as we can. Um and we just got to go through it now. We got to have faith in our guys where it's like, I don't know. I, it just, the, the basic scheme of this is not working with, with Connor in there. Mm-hmm. But another decision point um, is Florian Velo seems to be 90 minutes healthy. He played nine, he played uh, 45, I guess, on the weekend for the twos. He played 90 minutes against Columbus. Um, and part of me thinks needing two goals uh, I'm tempted to say you you got to put Florian you got to try Florian Velo in this lineup now now that he's healthy because I think that in this current incarnation of the Red Bulls we have never been more threatening and unpredictable for other defenses than we have had, had. Velo and Kaku and BWP on the field at the same time together.
3: <laughs> sure, but he wasn't on the bench last week on Tuesday. No. I mean,
1: coming up on right. this Tuesday, I would I would hope, especially since we had the weekend. He played off.
2: ninety minutes in a fucking wide variety yeah, we, of
1: positions at Columbus.
2: Yeah, so one would fit. one would believe that he's ready to go. Right.
3: I, I mean, I, I agree that he's fit. Who does he replace? I think um, he has to replace Moyle to yep. start. Yeah.
1: Um. Because you need you need the you need the chance creation. You know you need two goals.
2: But again, chance creation wasn't our fatal flaw. Yeah. It's finishing. So so for for me, I think we need Ivan to To get some, I, I want to ride the confidence sharp. Uh, from from the, you know scoring uh, mm-hmm. in his first two games this season. So mm-hmm. I, I want to keep that going. I feel like there's a lot for him uh, this season, and in particular, you know, when people yeah. like Royer can only really beat up on mm-hmm. shit teams, um, I want someone like Ivan who can really you know do great things in, yeah. in, in in the small window that we've seen and I want to kind of exploit that confidence and like hopefully ride it out for more than just the first two games. I
3: mean, I think Royer is also stronger when you have someone else supporting him um with more overlaps like more of those. So Yeah,
2: I agree with that too. But it, you know, uh, who did Ivan have I mean Ivan didn't didn't even need that when he, you know, when he finished the way he right. did. Right. I mean,
3: my point is that I think I think that Royer might be it, considering our fullback situation the liability. Right. Roy, I'm agreeing with Roy, you. Oh, okay.
2: You're saying that Royer, with Royer, with Royer you. is a liability is what yes. you're saying. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I kind of agree. Um, and I want somebody with like, I think Ivan has a great work rate up Up there with M- wheels. Um, yeah. I think we saw how much ground he was able to cover. And it's, yeah, I love that. So, So. I mean, if I'm Armis, I'm probably going to start Royer because mm. there's, you know, I think no reason in his eyes not to, unfortunately. Um, I think that Velo has a great case for the right side though. Um, so Mm -hmm. I think, I think Velo starts. Um, I think that Royer does too, but I think it'd be, you know, what I'd have the, I'd be, I'd be
3: most excited to see Ivan and Velo on the wings. I think we were teased with the Matthias Jurgenson's here.
1: Matthias Jurgensen has had all his paperwork filed. He is here. He's been in training. They've been Making sure to post lots of photos of him.
3: Immediate was I think quoted as um as saying he's here. There as, was as like being usable.
2: There was uh uh the Red Bulls posted saying Matthias Jurgenson is here to play football. That was the uh the, it was the title of one of their posts yeah. for him. So amazing. It's become
3: Jurgenson's here known. Yeah.
1: Um. I would be shocked. I mean, I'm not against it. I would be surprised though if he makes an appearance. On on Tuesday,
2: I mean, I could see him like if we're, not, if we're losing, yeah, or we're hey, down we're down one nothing. Hey, Real mind games.
3: He starts if if <laughs> you're Jürgensen, yeah. Jürgensen scoring a brace
1: and like not really knowing where he is or why it's important <laughs> would be perfect. It would just be like, hey guys, yeah, Chats tried score goals. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was really lucky to score a brace today.
1: Yeah, I'm just really happy for the team. Um, and you know, next time we play Santos in the league, and someone was Brazilian, he's like, you're Mat- Matias, Matias. Not the week oh well nevertheless <laughs> I, don't I, I
3: don't understand why they gave 30 minutes of stoppage time yeah
1: um <laughs> i you know i i'm i'd be open to be pleasantly surprised but I, I skipped forward on the field really with with santos having these two target forwards two complete forwards on their squad do you fancy three a in the back three in the back and if you do who is the third one and if it's not Amr-Tarek, why
2: Sorry, you saying three uh, center backs? Yeah. Who's the third going to be? Why wouldn't it be Tarek?
3: I think it should be Tarek. Yeah. I guess that's my way. I mean, I think it, it should me. be Tarek too,
1: but not I'm not Not, to not little Sean. Tarek, uh, Long is usually in the center when we go three in the back, right? I, I think so, yeah. Long and then Parker. And then Amir on the right and Kyle Duncan on the left as a left wing back. Uh, or maybe even Florian Velo as left wing back. I think that's a strong look, actually. Um and the it gives extra Florian cover. I mean, I, I would I would be shocked if it started as Florian Velo. I would not be shocked if, if it, it eventually it. becomes Florence. I Florian could see that, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean I think it could be fun, what would be fun is if you started him at left back. But then you just would, you know, very fluid positions for him and Muil where they just kind of rotate if if Muil is starting. Because, yeah. you know, Armis thinks that Wheel can also play in that position at times. Yeah. Um, but you could just mix it up that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that could be fun. But you know, I, I doubt that Armis is going to do that. So.
1: All right. Well, any other positional things that we haven't covered? I feel like we've we've hit the main flash points. Back back five. Yeah. Below maybe.
2: I mean, the same old, same old. I don't see any. Changes for Davis and Riza.
1: Yeah. Would you approach anything wildly differently?
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I just think that my only real concern, I think that there are shaky performances from our center backs. Not shaky, but yeah. not perfect. Um, and so, you know, I expect that them to bounce back, though yeah uh, I mean, i'm not i'm not super super concerned what i'm more concerned about though is finishing and scoring we yeah. need to score at yeah, least yeah, exactly. at least two goals on the road so we need somebody who's going to be able to finish um uh, we need brad to be on but if brad's not on then we need to have somebody else and if that's not royer then we it, they need to be in the 11 so i mean i'm saying ivan but i don't know yeah uh, otherwise though i think everybody else is, should be relatively consistent uh amir
3: for late hopefully I, th- I think um I think yeah, the worst things about the game were our center backs and um finishing, right? And I, I think that when in, in warmer weather, I think our finishing might be a little bit better because I think our, our forwards will be able to find the end of balls or the end of passes just, you know, kind of because yeah. of the way the ball will bounce. But also I think our center backs will do better because Tim Parker has infected our our, our defense with his, his shorts nonsense. Mm. <laughs> like you just well we, now we have no long sleeves
1: to wear. You, just, you, you, you wear need, the you, you
3: need to wear some compression stuff. Yeah, Come on, guys. The redemption
2: story for Tim Parker is only at his performance, not his aesthetic. Right? No, just, no, we're just are just we're just Tim just, Parker. Just, we're just a being hard-o. clear. It just yeah. just
3: Long Island Hardo is not okay. Yeah, I will not endorse
1: that. And Long's California was showing. He looked a little. He looked a little frozen out there himself. But also, just too too much time with the national team. Always a. a thing to throw in but what's what's your expectation of this game tuesday torreon mexico um,
2: i mean i'm not expecting amazing results but um i would love for armist to you know get a little creative and look mm-hmm. to score goals early um i think late is a conservative choice i think mobile is a bit conservative when you're looking for finishers um so i, I don't know i would uh, realistically um, uh, I'm not expecting us to get to mm-hmm. make it through. Um, I think we're gonna win the game. Uh, we can add it to the list of of uh, of wins in second legs that don't get us through. Yeah. Uh, to who we can have that with? What Columbus, Toronto. Toronto, Atlanta? Um, I'm sure there's more. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, um, you know. Well, we drew against Chivas, but yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I yeah. Think, I think we'll get maybe a two-one win. Um, I think we can get two goals. Um okay. I think it's just a matter of, you know, at what point in time and then uh if the defense can hold it down. Um, I don't know if Lade can. It's pretty easy to exploit Lade, so we'll see.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm pessimistic about their ability to keep Santos off the score sheet. But yeah, I feel like when we do these prognoses, really the the hardest thing and, and the most pointless thing to predict is really how much we'll score. Because, mm-hmm. you know, finishing at the end of the day it can be pretty capricious but you're really trying to just uh the 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 more consistent thing that you can try to get your thumb on is um you know our ability to control the game and and keep the other opponent off the score sheet. Yeah, so, I
2: mean we it's not like we haven't gotten this result on the road in yeah. in in CCL. I mean, you don't have to look too far to to look at last year's result, right? Yeah. Against um uh, Tijuana, so so I mean I think we we it's definitely there. Shot, yeah, I think we just need to have a little more mental fortitude, mm-hmm. and I think we need some more leadership on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, I will eat some of my words previously of being like, oh, having a keeper as a captain is not a big deal. Yeah. Um, uh I uh, am admittedly wrong in games like last week. So uh, it'd be nice to have some leadership there. Um, Sean Davis comeback story in a week. Um, well, hopefully. no, I
1: mean I think. I, mean, I think last week's a good point in that favor right I think we were missing a captain oh I that's thought. what I'm saying oh, okay, oh yeah. no I'm totally saying that yeah, yeah.
2: I'm saying that maybe Sean Sean Davis will have an opportunity to yeah. to to show some of that leadership um, that was lacking last week but yeah. anyway
3: I don't know yeah I I mean i I think we Brad's right that we created a lot of chances um I don't know I'm gonna be optimistic about this because w- why not? True. Why not? Um, I, I think Santos are obviously like a great, like probably one of the best teams we've ever played before. Yeah. Um. But better, like, better than Tijuana. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure, for I mean, sure. I'm just, just, just to clarify.
1: Well, I was sitting there in the second half, there was a moment where I was like, yeah, you know what? If it's any solace, these guys are pretty good. Yeah. Pro- maybe the best team we've and ever they, played. They, they, they were really professional and way better also than really, really big. Yeah. Honestly, though, they were. They all seemed big and tough too, which is unusual for a team to be on our field and look tougher than we do. Right.
3: Yeah, I mean I, I they're a good team, um, but I'm just gonna be positive about it and hope like things go our way. Um I th- I think there is a bit of like expected you know i am gonna take the gamblers fallacy and say like there's expected loss to be made up here in terms of like the chances mm-hmm. we created, so I'm gonna go with like a three one win away. Wow. Um and we win on the way goals.
1: This uh this might make us one of the only teams to go through because, uh, we've oh, got and four Atlanta, who lost in, Mexi- in Monterrey, Mexico in Monterey, Mexico, was a square three. now. yeah, yeah, Yikes. uh, hilariously Atlanta has now proceeded to play their first team yet again. Uh, after playing last Sunday in a league game, they're now playing this Sunday against widely accepted bottom, expected bottom dwellers, FC Cincinnati. They're playing them at home. And they're playing everyone right now. Well, right? it's their home opener. And they have to play Monterey on Wednesday <laughs> again. Can so, we just,
2: yeah, for the record, anybody who's like, f- you know, shitting on Armis for resting people at Columbus, can we just like tell them they are the people shitting
1: on Armis for resting people at they're Columbus. They're
2: like, oh, we didn't need to rest for like a Tuesday game. It's early in the season, so. Mm. Yeah, like, fuck that. You
1: can do, like, I think that we should play the first team on Saturday, no matter what um but yeah for the columbus one absolutely not yeah it
2: was what yeah. three days yeah that's, that's crazy i mean it doesn't matter how you know if it's i mean there's a uh, you know slight difference beginning of the season end of the season but yeah. for anybody to be like like that was the wrong choice like all those same motherfuckers yeah. would be saying the same thing if we didn't rest it'd yeah. be, they'd, and they'd be saying the opposite they'd be like wow we really should have rested our starters we probably wouldn't have looked so flat and yeah. it'd be like the same so like you're just mad like just Be like, (laughs) just like be like somewhat reasonable when you're angry. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Uh,
1: But out of the other (laughs) MLS teams, so uh, Sporting KC loses 2-1 to uh, Independiente de la Chorera. Um, They were away, so they got an away goal. Houston loses 2-0 at home to Tigres. Uh, So do you think any of them pull it off this week? out of atlanta houston or skc
3: skc yes skc maybe yeah, yeah
1: no
2: for sure um are they playing away though they're playing at home home now okay and they're it's 2-1 yeah, yeah. they so just need a goal they're, they're good i mean they're good at home uh i don't know they're
3: a good team too
2: yeah they're really good this year um and i think that they, 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 they'll they'll they uh they'll get it done but houston no way sorry Britt. Um, yeah I mean uh, Red Bulls uh, I would love it but you know not super high on, hey, on, our, chance. on our chances yeah, but I, I, I want I want it to be fun I want them to have fun and like actually just go for it uh, just fucking get some goals uh, but I don't think Atlanta does it it's um, something
3: that FIFA always says right like if they could do it in the first half we could do it in the second half right? so we can do it
1: <laughs> yeah so this Saturday I would like us to see us put out the first team and get a solid win to start the league at home no matter what because Then, you know, we could play the first team this week. And then even if we go through next week, probably too. Ooh, Cincinnati does score now. Yes. That is very funny. Um, (laughs) Lifelong
3: Cincinnati fan. Big fan of Roland Lamont. Yeah.
1: Oh, true, true. We have two questions this week. Wow. One of them.
2: Wow. An old slow back line giving up goals. One of them is
1: a Benny question that I accidentally slept on how dare and you and i forgot over the, the off season fuck? but first we have a question from thomas henry subject help with deprogramming uh <laughs> for some reason this one is addressed only britain peaches <laughs> sorry sorry, sorry sam uh <laughs> after oh here we go i'm sorry i buried the lead i'm sorry tom but uh, after successfully saving sam From the Dome Death Cult. Do you have any advice for those trying to deprogram others? After speaking to my little brother about the Santos matchup today, I realized that he only follows MLS Digital and ETR. Ooh. And he has yet to break out and experience the real joys of RBNY slash energy drink soccer fan created content. What can I do to liberate his mind from their clutches? Whoa.
3: Hmm.
1: Now I understand his premise. Well, it was, uh, I don't know. Thankfully with Sam, I think he, he just locked away all of the, the Dome Death Cult programming and mm-hmm. somewhere deep in his mind. Yeah,
3: I suppressed that. Yeah. Don't and, worry. Uh, I mean, yeah. little do we know it's actually like a sleeper cell thing.
1: Where... Oh, in, undoubtedly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, So I we know... don't
3: know. There's no true way
1: our day is coming, you know, I, I, we just don't have the counterintelligence uh, efforts really to, to go toe to toe with the United Arab Emirates. And that's just, that's just how it is, you know? So, um, however, uh, I have to say, maybe my advice would be if, if your brother listens to, to ETR, uh, I would, I would say, listen only to Dave Goss. I'd say Dave Goss is the, the least... The good one? Yeah, the least worst. Oh, and... No, no, no.
2: Bobby's I thought, is canonically good. Well,
1: okay, Bobby, Bobby is, is the it, chaos it's, agent. It's, it's, it's <laughs> weird. Yeah. Okay. Bobby, I just... They need to... <laughs> Bobby has really raised their profile or, or raised the game in just making the whole thing a little bit more like, you know, PTI or whatever the show that that Shep... Uh, or, um, Stephen a Smith St- Stephen a Smith was on I can never first take first take first yeah. take is it's it not got,
2: it's not part of the interruption
1: no that was the that's the Tony Kornheiser, uh Michael Wil oh yeah one that I think got canceled but um yeah, the
2: I don't know. I don't watch sports talk.
1: It's gone slightly more Stephen, a. Stephen Smith a. Smith now, True. which or I'm really. I don't even watch Stephen A. Smith. I'm just, just, I'm, Smith just familiar, I'm familiar with the character and the mythos. You know what they need the Crab to do? Rangoon, they need things to things of that. They need to do a
3: sports center, but about Stephen A. Smith.
1: Right, thirty for thirty called Coon <laughs> 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 No, no, no. Called check it out, y'all. JPEG three, four, five, six. That. <laughs> that jpeg did it say jpeg twice i don't know i'm sorry we've lost everyone but bobby's strength is really increasing the stephen a smith quota or quotient of etr and it it just pains me when they make him like write things because everyone in the world knows like this is not really his expertise do you think stephen a
3: smith has ever made a written article
1: uh in his youth in his wayward years maybe Mm. so
3: is, is this our bobby warshaw youth
1: yeah, maybe. But just, like, you know, you got to embrace Bobby as, like, the chaos agent and, and you know, just going on MFTV. Goss, Goss is, uh, <laughs> yes. as the RB2 announcer, yep. actually knows a thing or two. And then we've, de- I think we've developed the rule of thumb for, for Matthew Doyle, which is <laughs> he is the Matt Iglesias of Socrates, takes, <laughs> which it, Matt, Matt Iglesias, of course, the infamous uh, columnist from Vox. Uh, where his he has good takes only when it does not matter. So, for instance, during the off season, Matt Doyle wrote an actually pretty accurate post mortem of what's so good about the Red Bulls and and where the shortcomings are. But of course, you know, during the weeks of of when all the media attention on is on and who gets the praise and everything, always just the most horseshit, you know. Possession ideology, masking is no ideology at all, so maybe with these heuristic tools your is it your brother or your friend I can't remember brother I'm sorry. brother, your brother, brother can can be set on the way towards towards you know wearing the the glasses in they live I, you think, know? I think
3: the best thing to do here in this mm-hmm. scenario is to show them Alex's Twitter feed. And just be like, look, this when person just listens to Extra Time Radio all the time. <laughs> cautionary tale. A scared straight. Of, but
1: if it's like scared straight or dare, that means it won't work at all. It'll just make him curious about the, the dangers.
2: I mean, I feel like Metro Fan TV is a good starting point. Some videos, good content. If we're going to answer like seriously. Yeah. So like This is kind of fun. Yeah. Like you just get people like after the game, get their like hot takes. <laughs> Look, this um,
3: video even has your favorite, Bobby Warshaw. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, even Bobby. Um,
3: so, I don't know. Could Although, David Yoss really does need to come on Metro Fan TV.
1: Yeah, well, well we're, we don't run Metro Fan TV, but we'll, we'll, we'll try to we'll rope him in. We'll do what we we'll can. We'll try to rope him in. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess also just the... Yeah, I guess that's the one thing is just to keep an ear for what is assumed to be good soccer. Why, why is possession... Deemed to be, you know, uh, definitionally good soccer. Does that make sense? What are the assumptions here? But um, just remember,
3: most of the time is spent off the ball.
1: True. Yeah. Soccer is really about movement and chances. <laughs> but um, we have our reserve Benny question. It was Well, congrats, Cincinnati. Cincinnati oh, yeah.
3: just got a point in MLS. First uh, point.
1: February 22nd, Benny sent this to us. Frank the Boar. So not too old. Yes. He, uh, and, and this is actually kind of on theme. The The subject is your alternate hell world persona. We're in an alternate hell world. You have, uh, you all have pro sports media careers and are online 24-7. Not figuratively 24-7, but literally 24-7. What is your hell world sports media persona? So we have three options here. One guy who awkwardly asks the team gossipy questions about their players gets no comment as a reply and then tries to snitch on them to MLS for violating quote unquote access policies.
3: Yeah. Who's that? (laughs) Uh,
1: Number two guy who does a good Nando style job of sleuthing info about players. Nando being of course, uh, Fernando Gonzalez from MFTV. uh, but constantly spins those clues into fake and scandalous <laughs> transfer rumors. <laughs> all right. Number three. Guy who has a condition where he can't appreciate that we're living in the golden age, despite having all the access to MLS that anyone could dream of, with total sincerity, you begin every tweet and article with, if soccer wants to ever make it in America. <laughs> okay, I am absolutely not number three, because no. that's, that's a pretty good... Definition of uh of what we are not and what we try to go mm-hmm. against. So that that if the criteria is what is the most hell world, number three is it for
3: me? Oh, true. Okay,
1: but no. The question is, what what is our persona of these three? I would be one. I, I <laughs> <think> <laughs> okay, I see that. Yeah, I,
3: undoubtedly, I'd be one because I'm a messy bench.
1: I would. Uh, I would like to think I'm number two, but I don't, I don't have the, the chutzpah for it, the chutzpah for it, the chutzpah, the chutzpah for it, um, really at the end of the day, doing the, the fake and scandalous transfer rumors, I'm, I'm too much of a wimp. i would be so it. fun. That's it like would, yeah. what I
2: would want to be, but I'd probably end up, yeah, devolving into, into. So I'm the only one who's true to myself. Yeah. Right? yeah.
1: Number three is definitely like, uh, I mean, readers might know, uh, might, might, have some comparisons in mind, but it also strikes out to me as being like a kind of uh, Michael Tracy kind of thing where you, you ostensibly start somewhere that makes sense. And just through the pettiness and trying to be vindictive and try to prove people wrong, just corner yourself into the worst takes and worst position everywhere. And then all of a sudden you're on Tucker Carlson.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's like,
1: although, you know, Arguably Michael Tracy was, was bad from the beginning, you know? So don't, don't mean to get deep into that, but that, that seems like definitely the darkest, uh, uh, timeline mm. of all the three. Um, that one's you then. Thanks. Yeah. Um, all right. So those were our two pretty good questions this week. Cool. We finally do have a double game week. It is San Jose on Saturday. Thankfully, none of you actually only listened to us and like showed up on Saturday. That would be funny. But, um, uh, yeah, it's
3: kind of unfortunate. If you play, yeah. like that's hilarious. Send us an email. Yeah. Like, I'll send you something.
1: Send us an invoice. Um, <laughs> to recap, I mean, we literally didn't, we literally didn't do San Jose conversation because it's just kind of repeated from last week. No, my, no. my opinion is that we should play a first team lineup. Okay. That's, I agree that's with my that take. opinion.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I want this to be like, um, fuck, who was it? like Montreal last year when we lost to Chivas or we lost the Chivas series we were just kind of pissed and yeah. we wanted to come back and get a result and then we just like scored within like 5 minutes well this time we might
3: not be pissed
2: so yeah right true. but but regardless I feel like we should just throw the fuck down and yeah. just like really boss us, like a really a mediocre San Jose team yeah like at, marginally better than last, the last year being like the worst team so yeah. hmm.
1: so what of our what are our two Predictions for this Santos and then San Jose.
2: Yeah, uh, two-one uh, uh, win in Santos. All right, uh, and then a four-nothing win against San Jose. Two, three-nothing, uh, uh, three-nothing. Pages.
3: I'm gonna continue with my three-one for Santos, but we're gonna win one-nil in a really frustrating game against San Jose. I feel like Almeida has it in him to make it really. Frustrating for us, but we'll persevere.
1: I'm going to go 1 0 against Santos, 2 0 against San Jose, which will still put us already in a decent position on some of our Eastern Conference uh, opponents, at least, hopefully, knock on wood. All right, we will see you next week after actually having played two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you. Oh.
0: My little baby, change your bracelet. That's a hope do on the watch that Yeah, I'm on work. If you want that, is your role man? Be precise, yeah. So good, you miss your flight. Yeah, it's so excited. So incite, yeah. Been waiting to get with you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Can't stand love through bitches. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Get your chance, baby, don't miss it. Let you say, yeah. I'm the best that you never have. Hey, I'm yeah. the best that you never have. Yeah, 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 yeah. My little baby. Ooh. Change your price tag. That's the hope, right? Yeah, on the watchtower. Oh. Yeah, I'm on work. If you want that. Ooh. Is your rolling? Yeah, yeah. Be precise, yeah. Hey, yeah. My little baby, baby. change your life, yeah. That's a upgrade uh. on your ice yeah. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Stop. I need the bag. I can't go back. Yeah. I won't do that. Get it is straight, nothing personal. Yeah. I choose myself, yeah, I'm first. you never had. I'm the best you never have. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm, My, my, my little baby Change your price tag That's the whole break want watch that Yeah, I'm all work If you want that Is your road